I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. This weekend, I'm Christy King. A fake at the National Gallery of Art? This is Kyle Cooper. Is the country still creating a massive number of new jobs? We'll get the latest breakdown with Mark Hamrick of Bankrate.com. But Wall Street lost between 2 and 4% today, but gained for the week. WTOP News Time, 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Peter King in Orlando. You'd probably think that a better-than-expected jobs report would mean a good day on Wall Street. Correspondent Steve Futterman says that's not how it turned out. The markets began the day down, and for the most part, it just kept getting worse. The Dow ended the day down 630 points. At one point, it was down nearly 800 points. Analyst Michael Farr says investors are worried about a recession. We're in the beginnings of an economy that's slowing down and a Federal Reserve that is intent on slowing it down. Higher than expected employment numbers also hurt the markets. The Nasdaq was down 420 points, a loss of 3.8%. Steve Futterman, CBS News. President Biden says the world is closer to Armageddon than at any time since the Cuban Missiles Crisis 60 years ago. CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy has a little context. In addition to suggesting that Vladimir Putin isn't kidding about the use of nuclear weapons because his military is underperforming, the president said he's trying to figure out what might cause the Russian leader to pull back. At the New York home of investor James Murdoch, Mr. Biden suggested to Democratic donors that Putin risks not only losing face, but also significant power in Russia. The president's spokeswoman says those comments don't mean the situation has changed and there's no intelligence to suggest that anything is imminent. The lead up to the midterm election, it sounds a lot like it did in 2020. CBS's Nicole Skanga. The U.S. is warning of possible attempts by foreign actors to spread disinformation in the lead up to the 2022 midterm elections. The FBI and CISA, the nation's lead cyber agency, cautioned in a bulletin Friday that adversaries may disseminate false claims about voter suppression or ballot fraud to try to undermine confidence in the election process. More than four months after the Uvalde, Texas school shootings, the school cops are now on the sidelines. Reporter Chris Fox is in Austin. The Uvalde school district announcing they've now suspended their entire police department. This comes one day after they fired Officer Crimson Elizondo, who they had just hired. Elizondo is one of at least five officers from the Texas Department of Public Safety under investigation for their failed response to the mass shooting. Two other school district officers were put on administrative leave. Texas and Arizona keep sending migrants to New York and Mayor Eric Adams has declared a state of emergency because the sheer numbers are too much for the city's system to handle. Once the asylum seekers from today's buses are provided shelter, we will surpass the highest number of people in recorded history in our city's shelter system. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 603 on WTOP on this Friday evening, October 7th, 2022. Few clouds, but still warm. We're at 78 in D.C. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm John Doman. Our top local story this hour. Yes, Maryland.
can count mail-in ballots early. The state's highest court upholding a previous ruling tonight. WTOP's Kate Ryan has more. The Maryland Court of Appeals ruling keeps in place the plan to let state boards of elections count mail-in ballots as they come in. The decision is a loss for Republican State Delegate Dan Cox, whose attorney argued it's unconstitutional since state law requires that mail-in ballots be counted two days after Election Day. Under the ruling, Cox, who is running for governor, will have to pay court costs associated with the case. The State Board of Elections issued a statement saying it's pleased with the appeals court ruling. Without it, officials argued certifying the November election could stretch into December. More than 550,000 mail-in ballots have already been requested. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, this may be the last curfew weekend for teenagers in Prince George's County. As WTOP's Christy King tells us, next week, county leaders will decide whether to extend the enforcement period. The 30-day curfew enforcement period ends Tuesday. And while police only had engaged with four juveniles as of Thursday into Friday morning, County Executive Angela Alsobrook says it's been a success. What we thought would happen is if we sent the rest of the kids inside, the ones who remained in the street, it would give us an opportunity to more laser-like begin to understand what was necessary to reach those kids and to reach their families. She believes the curfew has helped with peer pressure. It caused some kids who would ordinarily be in the house to be out in the streets, gave them a reason to go in. And also, Brooke says the number of overnight carjackings involving teens has been down dramatically. Christy King, WTOP News. A work at the National Gallery of Art is now regarded as a fake. WTOP's Kyle Cooper has that. The painting Girl with a Flute was thought to be the work of Johannes Vermeer, but now after an extensive examination, the National Gallery says someone else was responsible. The museum thinks the painting was made by an associate of Vermeer in his studio, which is also news. Because only 35 paintings worldwide are attributed to Vermeer, until now it was thought he did not have a studio and was not teaching others. The National Gallery still has three authentic Vermeers it will continue to display this weekend and new exhibit opens called Secrets of Vermeer. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. It's 6.05. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's new policy on the treatment of transgender students has drawn widespread criticism. Well, now Fairfax County school leaders are pushing back. The Fairfax County School Board has passed a resolution to create more awareness and support for transgender students. The board has declared October LGBTQIA plus history month. Member Laura Jane Cohen. How we continue to treat our LGBTQIA students, staff, friends, and neighbors becomes our history. Governor Glenn Youngkin's latest rollback of rights for transgender youth says classmates and teachers can't be compelled to address students by preferred pronouns. It also makes clear that parents, quote, have the right to make decisions with respect to their children. My reflections are about justice. At large council member Abraro Mesh. And to see with clarity in clouded times what the right thing to do is. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A spokesperson for the governor is out with a statement tonight. She says, in part, children belong to families, not bureaucrats and school board members. Parents deserve to be involved in all critical discussions about their children. The search continues tonight for an accused killer set free from jail in Loudoun County. Stone Colburn was behind bars since July of last year after he was accused of killing his girlfriend. But he was freed yesterday after the initial charges against him were dropped. But now a new charge has taken its place. He's charged with concealing a dead body. And there is some finger pointing happening among Loudoun County agencies about who's to blame for Colburn getting out. He was originally charged with the murder of Natalie Crow, who was the mother of their young child. 
You can see his picture and get some other details at WTOP.com. After traffic and weather with recession fears growing, how does the jobs picture look? We'll check in with bank rates Mark Hamrick, 607. Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? I mean, really listen. Meet Optima Health, your new kind of friend. With Optima Health, Northern Virginians have easy access to services like our 24-7 nurse advice line and a dependable customer care team that's ready to help answer your questions. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your I'm All Ears friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. Technology helps keep everyone comfortable with a smart thermostat. Turn temperature down. Temperature down. Turn temperature up. Temperature up. But to keep everyone on your agency's team working comfortably, you need more than technology. You need CDWG to custom configure Dell Client Solutions devices. Built-in features prevent, detect, and respond to attacks so your team stays productive without sweating security. Temperature down. Temperature up. I'm staying out of this. Dell Client Solutions make adaptive performance possible. CDWG makes it powerful. Learn more at cdwg.com slash Dell Client. It's 608. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Dave Dildine. Let's get all those cars off the road already. One by one, we're getting there in Maryland, though, from Baltimore toward Columbia. Southbound traffic on I-95 is heavy and slow from 695 and the airport exit through Howard County. The car crashed before Route 100, exit 43, blocking now just a single left lane. Northbound from 32 past 100, slow with onlooking. Northbound lanes on 95 are open. BW Parkway, slow in stretches between the Capitol Beltway and 32. Route 50 eastbound, heavy near I-97, briefly slow near the Severn River. And from Whitehall Road to the Bay Bridge, it's better eastbound. More folks have made their way out of the eastern shore. Westbound facing the sunset, slow from Piney Creek Road onto the bridge in two-way traffic on the westbound bridge span. Camp Springs, Branch Avenue. Southbound delays off the Beltway lead past the remains of a crash after Allentown Road on the right shoulder. The Beltway was held at capacity for a good portion of today and the holiday weekend volumes are only beginning to drop off. But in Virginia, a lot of brake lights still on the outer loop from Van Dorn to the Wilson Bridge and Route 7 on the inner loop heading for the American Legion Bridge and River Road. And on a day like today, the northbound George Washington Parkway is going to be backed up near the Beltway, of course. 66 is getting getting better. It's uh, only brief delays now westbound through Centerville and eastbound. Uh, still sluggish from about Washington Boulevard toward Bolston. 95, of course, is going to remain slow southbound near the Occoquan in its stretches, leaving Prince William County through Quantico into Stafford. Northbound volumes are still fairly uh, elevated there up near Dale City and Woodbridge. In the district, DC 295 still jammed from the 11th Street Bridge to the crash at Eastern Avenue. It's still just one lane to the left getting by northbound on DC 295. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway Hughes car. Next to a new car, Fitzway car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford with the weekend forecast. There is a cold front approaching the region and we are going to see an increase in cloud cover as that front approaches over the next several hours. It'll stay breezy and warm. Later tonight, an isolated shower or sprinkle before midnight, overnight partial clearing. It'll stay breezy, our lows in the 40s to lower 50s. Good deal of sunshine behind the front on Saturday, but breezy and cooler. Our highs only in the low to mid-60s. A good deal of sunshine, lighter winds on Sunday. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. Monday and Tuesday look great with sunshine and highs in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Mike Stiniford. 
Right now, we've got 75 degrees at the wharf in southwest D.C., and that's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 611 now on WTOP. The September jobs report has been getting close inspection today. Once again, it's a mixed bag. The economy added 263,000 jobs. That fell short of expectations, but the unemployment rate has hit a historic low of 300, or make that 3.5%. The new data will inform further action from the Fed when it meets early next month amid concerns about rising inflation. Bankrate senior economic analyst and Washington Bureau Chief Mark Hamrick joined us a bit earlier to unpack all those numbers. Well, during uh, normal times, uh, Sean and John, uh, this would be regarded as a strong or stable good jobs report. But as we know, these are anything but... Normal times, and so the reason why uh, the stock market sees fit to take stock prices lower again today is it is seen as keeping the Federal Reserve on track for uh, further rate increases, obviously in the battle against inflation. But on the face of it, 3.5% unemployment rate matches the pre-pandemic low and a historically low level. 263,000 jobs added, very solid, happens to match the lowest level that we've seen uh, in recent memory and probably does represent some slowing in hiring. And it also, can you read some of these numbers to suggest that just the labor pool itself is smaller than it used to be? Businesses just can't find people and, and there's not enough people out there to work? Absolutely. Some people exited the labor force uh, during the pandemic. We're still uh, nearly two million shy of legal immigrants coming into this country to pre-pandemic levels. And we know, based on the numbers we saw earlier this week, 10.1 million job openings, a refresh now with the number of unemployed at 5.8 million. That means there's about 1.7 jobs open for every unemployed individual. And what about the job sectors themselves? Uh, Which ones are showing the most strength and and which ones might starting to see a little erosion here? So leading the jobs addition parade here, leisure and hospitality, that's bars, restaurants, hotels, up 83,000. We know that had been the leading edge of job loss. Still plenty of help wanted signs out there. Healthcare, we know they need to add people. 60,000 jobs added there. And the goods producing sector doing well with both manufacturing and construction. Financial activities lost about 8,000 workers. We know between the stock market declines, lack of initial public offerings, not so much merger activity and a big decline in mortgage applications, what's going on there. And then most notably in government, public education, a loss of 21,000 jobs. That underscores the teacher shortage we have in our country. That's Bankrate Senior Economic Analyst and Washington Bureau Chief Mark Hamrick, who joined us on Skype. Day one of the baseball playoffs already. Big excitement. We'll check it next with Frank Hanrahan, 614. Turn your thoughts into action on FanDuel Sportsbook. This is the time. This is Dave Johnson. You're thinking about a game, thinking about a bet you want to make, but you're not sure? No, this is the time to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. You heard that right. That's free bets back. If you're first bet doesn't win now you need to sign up with the promo code dave johnson again that's promo code dave johnson it's a no sweat first bet so go ahead give it a try and as i've discovered the fanduel sportsbook app it's so easy to use all your favorite bets are there from money line to point spreads to player pops and there's also live betting you'll get updated odds on games that have already started and when you win you get paid your winnings fast sign up with that promo code dave johnson for your no sweat first bet remember the promo code dave johnson fanduel 
Mutual, official sportsbook partner of the Washington Commanders. Twenty-one plus in present Virginia. First line line real money wager only. Refund issues not withdrawal. Free bets expires in fourteen days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. From the cranes in the DC skyline to the heavy equipment that builds your roads and bridges, that's us. The International Union of Operating Engineers (IUOE) Local Seventy Seven. For over one hundred twenty years, IUOE Local Seventy Seven has built the DMV's most important buildings, bridges, and roads. The most skilled and well-trained equipment operators are the men and women of IUOE Local 77. Learn more about who we are and the work we do at IUOELocal77.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Frank Hanrahan, the real diehard Orioles fans are loving the Seattle game right now. Seattle leading the Jays 4-zip in the top of the seventh inning. Let's see if this can uh, be dramatic as the Phillies game was. They got hot at the right time, scored six in the top of the ninth, turning a two-zip deficit into a 6-3 win at St. Louis. In postseason history, the Cards were 93-0 when leading by two runs after eight innings, now 93-1. Cleveland over Tampa Bay 2-1. Commanders wide receiver Jahan Dotson out for Sunday's game. Bad hammy against Tennessee. Titans favored by 2.5. NFL Players Association asking the NFL to adopt changes to the concussion protocol and want those changes to go into effect before this weekend's game. We'll see if the NFL obliges. U.S. Women's National Soccer Team falls to England 2-1 at Wembley Stadium. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, Frank, thanks. Top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. A legal loss for Dan Cox, the Republican nominee for Maryland governor. State's highest court has ruled mail-in ballots can be counted before Election Day. Cox's campaign wanted the ballots tallied after November 8th. President Biden says the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. It comes as Russian leaders discuss using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks in the eight-month invasion of Ukraine. The September jobs report shows hiring slowed nationwide compared with August, but the unemployment rate is down to 3.5 percent. Employers added 263,000 jobs. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. In other news this evening, cleanup and rescue efforts continue in southwestern Florida as the death toll from Hurricane Ian hit 127. The massive storm barreled through the region more than a week ago, and it brought record storm surge and major flooding. More from CBS News correspondent Michael George. Hurricane Ian is long gone, but residents in southwest Florida are still dealing with heartbreaking damage and loss. Unfortunately, I lost my husband in this storm, so it's pretty devastating. In Lee County, which saw the highest number of deaths, search and rescue teams are looking through demolished homes and buildings for signs of life. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says there's been about 2,500 rescues in the state since Ian hit. Almost 100,000 structures have been searched. Up ahead in Money News. We now lost 630 points today. The big bank that's bucking the D.C. trend. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine's in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
In Maryland on 95, southbound traffic still slow from 695 and 195 into Howard County, but the crash near Route 100 is clear. All lanes are open, nothing left to look at. Northbound rubbernecking delays will begin to ease into Elkridge. 100 westbound near Longgate Parkway, a crash is clear. 301 northbound near Village Drive at Upper Marlboro, a crash is out of the way. Route 5 southbound Branch Avenue still slow through Camp Springs. After Allentown Road, the remains of a crash got moved onto the right shoulder, but again, still slow. Getting better on Route 50 eastbound for the late getaway toward the Bay Bridge. We're down to basically brief delays. Two-way traffic uh, stayed in place on the westbound span all afternoon long, which was great. But uh, westbound drivers were limited to two lanes, and there's a lot of demand both ways on Route 50 these days. And so westbound delays remain back near Castle Marina. In Virginia, on the Beltway, interloop still slow from Route 7 toward the American Legion Bridge and River Road. Outer loop still a little heavy off the spur. Northbound George Washington Parkway, sluggish getting up to the Beltway. And on the outer loop, still slow from Van Dorn Street to the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. 66. Uh, improved, but still heavy westbound through Centerville and eastbound toward Volston. 95, still a slow roll southbound out of Dale City through Quantico. Northbound heavy into Woodbridge and through the Springfield interchange onto 395. Last but not least, DC 295 jammed badly from the 11th Street Bridge toward Eastern Avenue, all the way up at Eastern Avenue. The second crash since this afternoon, and still just one left lane getting by this northbound on DC 295. Also have the water main break downtown at 18th and L Northwest. You're following crew direction. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterment has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Storm Team 4, Mike Steneford, for our holiday weekend forecast. Uh, Mike, your telling us that maybe the next couple of days won't be quite as nice as what we've had at the last two. No, but if you enjoy fall weather, it's certainly going to be a really nice weekend. It gets mm -hmm. you in the mood for pumpkins and even Thanksgiving eventually, as we do have some cold weather on the way. Now, a front's going to come through over the next couple of hours. Could be a few sprinkles of rain with that. That'll be over with before midnight. After midnight, partial clearing. We'll stay breezy. Our lows in the 40s to lower 50s. Partly mostly sunny tomorrow. Breezy, cooler. Our highs only in the low to mid-60s. Clear, colder tomorrow night. There will be a risk across the a frost across the northern and western suburbs. Lows 30 suburbs. Mid-40s near the district. Sunshine lighter winds on Sunday. Highs mid to upper 60s and for the holiday on Monday, plenty of sunshine. A high in the low 70s. And now Gaithersburg 68, Leesburg 72 and Sean and John at 75 at Reagan National. And that's brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. WTOP at 621. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through VeraHeal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. VeraHeal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify.
VeraHeal.com. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. Everyone deserves to be connected. That's why Cox has high-speed internet to fit any budget. Stream, chat, and connect at an incredible price. You're probably thinking, wait, what? But yeah, it's true. Learn more at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable, one per household. Application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Other restrictions apply. This is WTOP News. It's 623. More shakeups in Uvalde, Texas, in the wake of the mass shooting that left 19 students and two teachers dead. The Uvalde School District has suspended its entire police department, and now its leader is stepping down. School Superintendent Hal Harrell sending an internal memo to the board asking them to consider his retirement options and transition. All these are things the community has been calling for for months. These families are still hurting, and they want answers. This district needs to clean house. We need change. On Thursday, the school district fired a newly hired police officer after it surfaced that as a state trooper she was under investigation for her failed response on the day of the shooting. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. A student's in custody this evening after an attempted stabbing in the cafeteria of Thomas Johnson High School in Frederick, Maryland earlier today. The county sheriff's office says this is an isolated incident and nobody was hurt. An on-duty school resource officer intervened after a student was seen waving a knife. A terrifying experience in the air this week during a flight from Miami to Dulles Airport. It happened on Tuesday. The FBI has charged a passenger, Chaloisa Villa, of disrupting the flight, breaking a bathroom door, moving through the plane, screaming curse words, grabbing a woman's arm, and grabbing a flight attendant. Investigators say a passenger, an air marshal, and a flight crew tackled Sevilla and put him in handcuffs. He's due in federal court in Alexandria next week. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Clayball. The market's tanked on a strong jobs report. That's usually good news, but in this case, it means more aggressive rate hikes from the Fed. The Dow finished the day down 630 points. The S&P 500 index down 105. That was 2.8%. The Nasdaq lost 421 points. That was 3.8%. Job growth did slow last month, but it was still solid. The Labor Department says U.S. companies added 263,000 jobs in September. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5%, matching a 50-year low. While most banks are closing underused branches in the D.C. area, Chase Bank keeps opening them. Chase only recently entered the retail banking business here in the D.C. market. It will open eight more branches before the end of this year and is committed to 70 branches in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia region. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Thundercat Technologies. With 30 years experience, NetApp has been a reliable source of cloud solutions for federal agencies and AWS is their leading cloud platform. Thundercat and NetApp are cloud storage specialists and can supply your agency with all its needs. Up ahead on WTOP, President Biden's warning about nukes from Russia and how the Pentagon is responding.
It's 626. Technology helps keep everyone comfortable with a smart thermostat. Turn temperature down. Temperature down. Turn temperature up. Temperature up. But to keep everyone on your agency's team working comfortably, you need more than technology. You need CDWG to custom configure Dell Client Solutions devices. Built-in features prevent, detect, and respond to attacks so your team stays productive without sweating security. Temperature down. Temperature up. I'm staying out of this. Dell Client Solutions make adaptive performance possible. CDWG.